Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I've been teasing throughout the show, and it is finally time for our interview with Eno Siris, who is an MLB reporter and analyst at The Athletic. And we have reached the point in this sticky stuff controversy with Major League Baseball that the brand Spider Tack is in on the jokes in their Amazon product Q&A, playing along as people are using the question and answer about the product to ask if it will increase their RPM. So they're just they're just in on the joke and they're poking fun at this renewed attention on spider tack and these other foreign substances. And we know that more spin is more movement, but foreign substances do violate Major League Baseball rules. And Eno wrote back in November, your favorite pitcher is probably cheating. And that was based on conversations with a couple dozen players and pitching coaches. And he suggested that legalizing, finding some common ground, some kind of substance to satisfy pitchers looking for that extra grip could be the best solution. So instead of having all these concoctions, and I've seen other reports where some teams are employing chemists to to try and find the best solutions, where some are boiling up Pepsi and using that in combination with something else. I mean, it sounds like a fun science experiment, but also probably not good for the entire league and the sport. And the reason, um, you know, Eno writes about that is because enforcement is difficult. He talked to a couple players who have experience in Korea who said the ball that they use with uh, the substance, what it's coated with, and also the seams itself, it's easier to grip. But pitchers there are inspected before games. And I think this is interesting, uh, not just because it's another controversy, not just because it's something everyone is continuing to talk about, but because it all relates to this record low batting average that is happening now in Major League Baseball coming off a record high strikeout rate. It doesn't make the sport very fun to watch. I just have to say, watching offenses sputter frequently is not very exciting, especially coming down from the 2019 high of the juiced baseball. Just this manipulation, it just makes you, I don't know, I think it just makes it a little bit harder sometimes to watch. 
So Eno has done a lot of research about this, about whether this offense, uh, the offensive problem around Major League Baseball is that deadened core in these new baseballs from 2019, that increased drag knocking down home runs, uh, or whether it really is the sticky stuff. And he talked about in a recent article that matching pitchers year by year and doing a weighted difference, that RPMs on four-seam fastballs are up on average five RPM. So we'll bring in Eno Cirrus now with The Athletic. Thanks so much for joining us. What trends have you been seeing this season? And is it the ball or are foreign substances really the biggest problem? Yeah, it is. It's been uh, an evolution. I actually started writing about this in 2018 when Trevor Bauer first sort of said, hey, uh, you know, check out my spin rate in the first inning today. Um, and, you know, looked at his uh, his stuff, his, his RPM in the first inning. They were up about 100, 150 over his um, regular career. So he was kind of saying, hey, this is, this is the benefit that people get from using, you know, pine tar and these other grip substances. Um, and so, you know, that, that begat my piece where I asked, you know, and it looked like more than three-quarters of the league is using something. But what I've learned since then is that there's a big difference between sunscreen and rosin or any sort of approved, um, you know, that level grip substance that um, that gives players a very small amount of RPM, 5, 10, 30, whatever. Not something that affects their performance. But what's happened is with the, the tracking machines throwing in front of the Rapsodo and the, you know, the, the track man, these, uh, you know, all this, you know, this tech that they're using, um, players have generally gravitated towards the stuff that gives them more RPM. And there's something called spider tack, which people use when they're trying to grip atlas stones in the world's strongest man competition. And spider tack gives you 500 RPM um, on your breaking ball and your fastball. And that, that gives you, your, makes your breaking balls 30% better and your fastball's 10% better. And that is something that every pitcher will chase. But I can't tell you that three-quarters of the league is doing that stuff. So I'm trying to add to my reporting Right now, I'm finding that maybe a third uh, to about 40% of the league are using these more advanced substances that give them the real big boost on their breaking balls. You've quoted at least one person who compared this, and I've seen this, you know, from whether it is fans, from media members, from other players who have spoken to other outlets, but... Is this on par? Is it too strong to say that this is like a second steroid era and the, the effect that it's having on the game and the fact that it is outlawed at this point to, to use those kinds of foreign substances? Like you said, that step above the rosin and sunscreen. There are some similarities. One similarity is that baseball has not had a stringent enforcement policy, did not really, in the way that they did not really have a steroids testing policy. If you look at who's been busted for having these, uh, using these kinds of, uh, you know, pine tar or whatever, there's like two or three names in the last 10, 15 years that have been busted. So, you know, they have not been busting people. They've been looking the other way. And so that's a similarity. The other similarity is that it does boost performance, like I just outlined. The one difference for me is it's not really like illegal uh, you know, in the same way, it does not affect their health in the same way. Um, and, um, and I just, I just don't think the stakes are as high. Um, I hate to, uh, to put it on the same level scandal wise, but, uh, there are some similarities for sure. 
Okay, no, that's that's definitely interesting, and and seeing what the the general kind of reaction to both during the time, and obviously there's different kinds of you know media, um, you know environments in order for both of these to to kind of build in. So that is an interesting observation. You know, we have these last three seasons where we've had you know the juiced quote unquote baseballs. We had a shortened COVID season. Now this the sticky stuff. This I have to imagine from your perspective as someone who so closely analyzes the sport that this can't be good for Major League Baseball or maybe just frustrating when the focus is so much on what is not happening even on the field. I want to get your thoughts about that. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're, you're a data collector, so maybe this is something that's, you know, of interest to you. But I think with those three things and, you know, thinking about this within the context of pace of play as well, that has been kind of a, a bugaboo for Major League Baseball as well. What has it been like for you to, to follow this? Yeah, it is. Uh, even with what 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 strikes me is that it's interesting, but it's also frustrating. <laughs> you know, um, you know, for for we'd like to try and compare players across eras. You know, there's there's baseball's, you know, one of those things where you sit in the stands and you you sit there for a while. I'm not as concerned about pace of play because I see it as a beer in your hand, friend next to you. Let's spend the afternoon arguing about whether Ernie Banks was better than, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, it's this kind of this <laughs> historical sport. And that's what's been frustrating is that the ball changing. 2019, we had more homers than ever before, but it's not clear that those players, you know, were better home run hitters than we'd ever had before because we had a ball that sort of allowed them to be, to hit all those homers. It was the, it was the height of the juice ball era that people, uh, that people refer to. And there were, there was actually mechanical construction reasons in the ball that sort of led to this home run boost. So it's kind of hard to compare someone who hits, you know, 40, 50 homers in just the same way as in the steroid era. It's like, well, will ever, anybody ever hit 70 homers again? And, and how do we, how do we put those, years those home run years into the context with these so it is frustrating i do find it interesting because it's you know stuff about physics uh which you know is big in baseball it's um it's it's something to argue about you know it's another thing that you can argue about over that beer um but it is it is frustrating as a data analyst because it seems like the the field kind of changes every year yeah, uh, when you were talking about the the home runs in 2019, I wanted to make sure before I let you go that I definitely ask you about the Minnesota Twins, that team that was maybe, you know, well, not maybe, I mean, they were the best home run hitting team uh, that season and in history. And I wanted to ask you, do you think that they need to rebuild? Did they miss that window, um, even if they don't face the Yankees in the postseason? I mean, is it too soon to talk about trading away pieces or where do you see this team, especially in the midst of a really disappointing season? You know, one thing that, that strikes me about them is, you know, they've actually, they, they had a really good collection of young players. And so I could see someone saying, well, those collection of young players didn't win. Maybe we need to rebuild. But they've actually sort of replaced them with another group of young players. Like, I really like Alex Kirilov. I really like Trevor Larnack. And, you know, placing them with, you know, uh, you know with Byron Buxton at his peak. Like, I think they have enough on the field in terms of position players. What's, what's been upsetting for me, and I really respect that front office when it comes to pitching, and they've, and they've found a lot of sort of diamonds in the rough in the past, and the Kenta Maeda trade was, has worked out really well for them, is to see how bad the pitching staff um, has done this year. And, and I, I kind of say reload. I, I work out this year, try to 
roster on that staff. You know, try to see if you can trade for some pitching um, or trade away some money so that you have some money to, to spend on pitching in the offseason. Because if you reload the same group of position players and add better pitchers next year, I think they'll have a different outcome. Well, that's good to hear because I think, I mean, they avoided a sweep against the Yankees, uh, but I think especially that series in particular and how much that team rankles Twins fans here. I mean, of course, it was a, you know, a really exciting walk off in ninth inning against Aroldis Chapman, but I think it also just kind of laid bare. And it's something that I'm, I'm talking about today, you know, about, you know, what you're looking for for the rest of the season. So very good to get your thoughts about that. Uh, you know, thank you so much. He is Eno Saris with The Athletic, and we will be following along to see what more data you collect. I know I want to see more about how, um, you know, and you examine this, the ball deadening of the ball versus the sticky stuff, how that interacts with the physics and and what we see from the offense here on out. Yes, and I should have a story next week where I try to separate out the ball effects from the sticky stuff and maybe even model what uh, the post-sticky stuff baseball world would look like. So uh, that's 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 on on the docket right now. And if you notice, Around baseball right now, we're seeing spin rates drop. So there has already been some sort of effect from, um, you know, baseball's announcement about this, uh, this case in particular. Oh, very good to know. Maybe a little bit more of uh, knowing there's a closer eye, perhaps, might be uh, an exactly. impact there. Uh, you know, thank you so much, and uh, we'll check that out. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, you know, Saris with The Athletic, he is fantastic with his original resource and, of course, his analysis of what this means for Major League Baseball. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.